0: This is EF's language teaching podcast, episode number three. I'm Benjamin Delahaye, your host. I oversee academics at EF International Language Centers. In this third episode, we speak to Madi Shah, school director of EF Tokyo. Madi started as an English teacher in Tokyo, teaching English to promote the EF method all around Japan. He then joined our Japanese school as a director of studies. I hope you enjoy this interview. If you would like to become a teacher for education first, visit our website eF.com slash careers. Again, that is eF.com slash careers. Enjoy episode 3. Today I'm sitting with uh, Maddy Shah. He's the school director of uh, EF School in Tokyo. Uh, and Tokyo is EF's only school of uh, Japanese. Hello Maddy. Hi. 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 So I'm really happy to talk to you today. Same here. Uh, You've had a really uh, interesting uh, path here at EF. I guess so. Uh, So (laughs) maybe, (laughs) why don't you tell us your story about
1: how you came to work for us? Sure. Um, (coughs) Well, uh, initially I was working in uh, uh, a, a province in Japan. Uh, and I was working for a municipal board of education okay. uh, of uh, Saitama City, which is in Saitama Prefecture yeah. in Japan and uh, I was in charge of uh, a, a group of uh, English language teachers uh, who were working in junior high, public junior high schools. Yeah. So I was uh, in charge of curriculum design and also their training and, uh, and I, was, I also was teaching at the same time. We also had to make visits at elementary schools in uh, that city. Okay. Uh, so I was working for them, for the city of Saitama, f- uh, for about three years. Yeah. And during that time, uh, my roommate uh, from college, uh, Ted Kelsey, uh, he, he works for the uh, New York school and he visited uh, Tokyo yeah. as a teacher on the road. Okay. And uh, so he came a couple of times, and he introduced me to the sales staff at EF Tokyo. Uh, sorry, EF Japan. Yeah. And uh, so uh, then I was asked by uh, Sange Lee, who is the country manager of EF Japan, to move over to uh, to, to this company yeah. and uh, do academic marketing yeah. uh, and use my teaching skills and liaison skills. To uh, you know, uh, promote E of Japan, uh, and uh, so that's how I started out. Uh, okay, so that was uh, some some years back. Yeah. So you're promoting courses for Japanese students to learn uh, English abroad. Yes, exactly, and uh, so obviously. Uh, this becomes kind of businessy, but uh, there are many competitors in Japan, and yeah. uh, most of our competitors are Asians yeah. uh, who have several schools at their disposal. Yeah. But they're not able to explain uh, much about what a student would go through. Uh, yeah. And so, our strongest point is that we have a very clear uh, path for s- students, yeah. and also the fact that we uh, run the schools and we also sell the schools. So. And then uh, so uh, the counselors are able to explain the, the highlights of the curriculum. Yeah. And so my one of my main functions was to uh, train the staff so that they will be able to uh, talk to customers yeah. about uh, the curriculum and all that. And yeah. Also uh, we, I, I went around the country uh, talking to different stakeholders, uh, university professors, yeah. uh, uh, high school teachers, uh, parents even. Uh, not just students uh, and so I then gave lectures and uh, I did many samples of uh, our lessons uh, and uh, promoting what is uh, going to be an, a, an incredible experience for them.
0: Great. Mm. So so before you were at EF, you yeah. were more on an academic track, curriculum mm. design, sure. uh, teacher management, sure. etc. Sure. You were teaching yourself. Yes. Then you went into student recruitment mm. uh, in Japan. Sure. Um, but then,
1: yep. yes. <laughs> you crossed over again. Yes. <laughs> so yes. tell me a little bit
0: what you did after that.
1: Oh, well, um, then, um, I, actually, on the day I was hired by um, Sangye Lee um, as an academic marketing person, uh, on the same day, uh, a school was created, and uh, I remember clearly it was January 7th. Uh, 2013, yeah. and uh, on that day, uh, Tokyo School was set up. And uh, I remember there was only one student, one from Sweden, and <laughs> just one, one DOS, one teacher, uh, and um, and and so there, um, so so we, I s- sort of like it ran parallel to my career. This the school, yeah, and the school grew and grew, and uh, so it came it came to a point where during peak season in summer. Uh, you know, we had the school had about t- more than two hundred students, which is quite a lot for the size of the school. Yeah. And considering the size of the school, and so um, so I was asked by the operations team to uh, look after some of the uh, as some of the aspects of uh, the uh, uh, the academic side of yeah. the Tokyo school. Yeah. And even though I was not <coughs> a, a Japanese teacher, yeah. uh, I, I speak Japanese fluently. But I learned it through, from my mother, actually, so I didn't really uh, study, study. But, um, but um, I, it was uh, uh, deemed necessary to sort of like, uh, you know, train the teachers uh, in the EEF way yeah. uh, when it comes to delivering Japanese lessons. So I was uh, recruited sort of uh, part-time, in, in a way, uh, yeah. because I was still continuing with the sales side. And uh, so I was doing half-half, and, uh, and I, was, uh, I, was, I was able to uh, changed the curriculum greatly because the Japanese curriculum before seemed very much based on grammar translation. Yeah, and so yeah. I then changed the curriculum and asked them to, or sort of oversaw the the change uh, from uh, from one 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 type of teaching to another. Yeah, uh, and so that's how it started out. Uh, I started out basically as a part time DOS. Yeah. And and, um,
0: and what you just said about uh, changing the methodology, mm. it, it seems that although it's very frequent that we hear about a communicative approach for sure. teaching English, sure. um, actually for teaching Japanese, it's yeah. not so common no. what we offer here at EF no. Tokyo. No,
1: no. it's very... Um, there is a... Uh, for example, let me give you an example. Yeah. Um, the in, in English teaching, uh, it would be quite natural to bring in Uh, Drama, let's say plays, uh, dialogue, uh, and uh, it's very common to, you know, in English English teaching to, for example, even use Shakespeare or or something simpler, uh, contemporary plays to sort of like teach English. So that aspect is completely, let's say, missing in Japanese teaching. Uh, This came up when we tried to set up a drama spin in Japanese. Uh, so so l- let me just explain yeah. what a SPIN is, because oh, yeah, yeah. we may have some people who are not of course. Uh, from EF listening yes. to this. Yeah.
0: Um, and I explained it in episode uh, 1. Mm-hmm. A SPIN is a special interest class mm-hmm. that uh, uh, allows a student to personalize their, mm-hmm. their studies. They can mm-hmm. choose between different topics mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. and that's why it's called special, spin, interest. special
1: yeah.
0: interest.
1: spin. So they're basically elective classes. That you can yeah, choose that was a much easier description. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> on, on top of the general uh, course, yes. uh, the drama spin was was created, and uh, it didn't go so well, honestly, at first because okay. uh, because basically because that tradition is non non-existent in Japanese language teaching. Yeah. So uh, Japanese language teaching is very much uh, different, if not behind, compared to how uh, languages are taught. Uh, let's say in English, or French, or German. Uh, So, uh, for example, CLT, uh, not only CLT, but TBL, uh, task-based learning, is still a new concept in Japanese language teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, blended learning is also uh, something which is still being explored in Japanese Mm -hmm. language teaching. It seems to me that uh, such training is better held in by graduate schools in abroad rather than in Japan yeah. um, is, is what I what I'm uh, what I have observed so far yeah. so uh, so therefore it we have to do a lot of uh, training and observation uh, uh, by the teachers uh, To have them understand uh, what we're trying to do uh, also Uh, The the fact that we use the CFR, which is the Common European Framework of Reference uh, uh, and as a sort of uh, 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 a way to uh, deliver the lessons and to measure success uh, is completely non-existent in Japanese language teaching. Uh, The CFR is comprised of a series of can-do lists, can-do statements, such as uh, the student is able to uh, you know, talk about uh, his or her environment. Uh, yeah. Let's say the yeah. house or his his family and friends. Yeah. So we measure it that way, and uh, so that is not is non-existent uh, at, at the moment in Japanese language teaching, I believe. So um, so, in order to switch uh, or at least accommodate CFR in their language teaching philosophy yeah. is is. Is still uh, uh, has been and still a challenge,
0: and you've had to create uh, or mm. sorry not create because the the CFR can do mm. statements are mm. are what they are. They but, are. What but they did are. you have to uh, mm. uh, to go through with your teachers mm-hmm. on okay what 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 could this can mm. do statement mean mm. for the student mm. uh, sure. and go sure.
1: through them level by level? Sure. Yeah. Um, Japanese language teachers are, uh, are very much um, concerned with accuracy yeah. um, and uh, there's very low tolerance for um, uh, mistakes and uh, so, uh, so when you focus too much on accuracy then you lose, uh, start losing fluency. Yeah. And uh, so what, this, what the CFR does is that it tries to strike a balance between fluency and accuracy yeah. uh, because it, it, f- it focuses on communication first. Yeah. So even if you make a mistake or two while, make, while saying something it's still considered successful, but Japanese language teachers traditionally still deem it a failure if a student makes a mistake, uh, even though the communicative uh, function has been met. So in that sense um, I think that my job is to uh, mellow down or to sort of change the the focus of the Japanese teachers. Uh, That is Pretty uh, challenging at first. So we, of course, we have to recruit the right teachers. We'll talk about recruitment later. But yeah. uh, the teachers are willing to uh, really uh, teach communication.
0: We can actually talk about it now. Okay. So, sure. <laughs> so that's a great transition. <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah. So, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's what mm. is this the only thing that you look for, or, mm. or okay, so, you, so you want a teacher who's. Mm. Who's willing to experiment sure. with communicative approach? Sure. New things. Sure. What sure. else do you look at when you recruit a teacher?
1: Um, when um, well, first of all, the when I talk to a teacher, I see whether he or she is um, a able to basically stand up in front of people and talk. Look, in, in, uh, look into it. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. That's really important. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that you're not meaning that there's a difference between talking at people and talking with people. Yeah, um, that's something. Also, so if he's connecting, yeah, connecting with yeah. the audience, not right.
0: just lecturing, but yes, he's willing to connect with whoever's in front of him.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. and that's really important. And uh, whether or not he or she is able to um, um, you know, cause uh, some learning to happen is important. So yeah. Uh, basically, uh, that goes down to the difference between lecturing and facilitating. Yeah. Right? And of course, there is some aspect of lecturing that does occur in any language teaching class. You yeah. have to be, you have to explain what's happening, uh, but then the teacher has to have the guts, uh, the, com- the the confidence to let go and allow the students to make sense of what's being taught, or that uh, interaction to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so that is what I look for: um, the the ability to allow people to talk to each other. Okay. That is something that a lot of teachers uh, don't have. They're uh, they're afraid to let go of control, and yeah. most teachers want to control uh, for the whole duration of the class. And I want people who are confident uh, in letting go. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So which means that they need to be confident. They need to have technical skills. Uh, They need to know, of course. All the they need to be able to explain grammar and everything. Um, And um, and how do you assess that uh, during mm -hmm. recruitment? Do you have them do a mock class, or Mm
0: -hmm. how do you get how do you get to gauge if uh, these recruits have all these qualities
1: that you've mentioned? Sure, sure. Um, I uh, mock up lessons. are done in the sense that we just ask a question where we we, we say how do you how do you teach, uh, dekimasu, which is this uh, uh, which is uh, translates to I can do something something like it's right. similar to can in English. Yeah. So how do you how do you first introduce the topic and then uh, in the class and then we see. How the teacher comes up with uh, with a with a lesson plan? Okay, but, uh, yeah. not lesson plan, but more like the a structure. Yeah, the introductory schemata. Yeah. and uh, so uh, then we see whether the teacher is very much grammar focused, grammar translation focused, or the teacher has as as a bit of uh, uh, communicative uh, so-called light in him or her. Yeah. Uh, and so in in that sense, we we see how. Uh, the teacher is, uh, we can imagine how the teacher is going to act in the class. Uh, other ways actually, is, and this is really important, I asked them um, what um, communicative language teaching means to them. Okay. Because it's a, it's it's a, it's still a vague concept, yeah. you know, uh, even in English. I yeah. think that if you ask ten people, you'll get ten different answers, mm-hmm. uh, possibly. Yeah. So and uh, so, I asked them simply what they mean by uh, communicative language teaching. So 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 people say when people say oh it's about, um, um, you know, uh, having fun lesson or something like that. Then it's a it's it's not a good. Uh, 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 Signal—it's uh, its kind of a red, f- red flag for yeah, me because yeah, yeah. Um, the person obviously uh, doesn't have a clear idea as to how it should be. Yeah, done. yeah. So, but if a stu- if a teacher says, um, um, it comes up with a very kind of kind of unique answer based on his or her experience, yeah, uh, then we we start seeing a possibility. Okay. Yeah, yeah. a good possibility. Okay. And um,
0: what's the qualification that teachers need to be uh, able to, to teach Japanese at, at any EF school? Sure,
1: they need to be able to pass, um, there's a certificate um, yeah. for Japanese teaching and, uh, and that's minimum 420 hours okay. of uh, training time okay. that they need to have uh, passed through. Okay. and uh, There's another school uh, training place that offers uh, 607 hours uh, okay. uh, of yeah. uh, training uh, hours. And uh, so we require that yeah uh, and without that we don't yeah. and also of course uh, teaching experience okay uh, so if a teacher comes and says uh, oh I've only taught for only three hours uh, in real life uh, then we, uh, we we tell them that uh, we tell them to come back later okay with more experience yeah so so you're in a good position here mm-hmm. where yeah.
0: you're actually able to, mm-hmm. to select only those who have had uh, teaching experience yes yes
1: and um, that that's important. Now, of course, teaching experience uh, is not the only criteria because you, th- there are teachers who have taught for ten years, but in a very in a way that doesn't yeah. fit uh, EF. So, uh, but but of course, uh, that that being that being said, uh, uh, that being said, I, I would say that uh, on paper at least, yeah. that you should have that certificate yeah. and also at least one year experience. One year, okay, yeah.
0: yeah. And so you said f- so f- for those who don't, you mm. tell them to come back later. Mm. The, do you give them an indication of where they could start, or mm. yeah, I, should they just start uh, at mm-hmm. another Japanese school, or yeah, they
1: should uh, start at another Japanese school, yeah. and and so on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I was I was actually going to ask you yeah. if you were to give advice to a beginner yeah. teacher, sure, but you don't have <laughs> <a> <laughs> beginner teacher, no, uh,
1: <laughs> no. But um, the uh, we we do have beginner teachers in the sense that they are uh, kind of new to um, teaching in this style. Okay, um, and like I would say that um, um, this goes, I guess, to all. Uh, th- teachers perhaps is uh, to have an open mind, okay, and, uh, and, uh, and and try out new things and don't be afraid to make mistakes.
0: Um, is it is mm-hmm. it possible for a Japanese person mm-hmm. not to be afraid to make mistakes?
1: Uh, it's not impossible. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't want to make mistakes. <laughs> um, they don't want to fail. Um, yeah. It's it's part of their culture. I think uh, part of our culture since I'm half Japanese. So, but um, the. Um, it's 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 a big uh, it, it, it's a big challenge for people to allow themselves to make mistakes, yeah. and uh, but also uh, keep keep track of it and learn from the mistakes. Don't make the same mistakes again and again. Yeah, yeah So that is uh, really important uh, yeah. to us. Yeah. Okay. That's great advice.
0: Yeah. I think, and that applies not just for Japanese teachers, but yeah. I think every yeah. teacher. Any, any teacher. Yeah. And
1: uh, all, all, not just language teaching, but yeah, yeah. education in general. Yes. Okay. Mm.
0: And uh, so, as um, uh, when you were, because we didn't finish with your career, but sure. we'll get back. We'll get sure. back to it. Then. Definitely. <laughs> sure. So when you were a part-time yes. uh, director of studies, yes. um, you also you're also manager mm. of teachers. Yes. Uh, so, we've talked about recruiting, you, yes. you, we've talked about advice that you give them. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a manager, you're also here to, to keep things
1: fun within the
0: team and, sure. and, and get, you know, get people involved. Sure. What do you do with your teachers for fun?
1: Oh, for fun? Um, well, we have uh, well, uh, no fun. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, no. We, we fun is forbidden. For fun, fun is forbidden. No. <laughs> um, the um, I would say that, um, like uh, I, uh, now of course we we go out to we've gone out to dinners and all that. Um, yeah. Uh, or we've had uh, you know we've had uh, sushi nights with. Uh, uh, me and uh, Angela, my boss, and um, and and so on and so forth. But for um, so team dinners, yeah. team dinners yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, but uh, but basically, um, I um, um, I ask them how the lessons are going, and I uh, I, I praise them for uh, the good things that they do, and yeah. I uh, so uh, so. Of course, you have to be as adults. You have to do observations, and so you you have to be uh, you know you have to give constructive criticism as well. But I also highlight the good things that that are happening, and then I encourage the teachers to sort of uh, stop uh, uh, criticizing each other, uh, which can happen okay. sometimes in a in a teacher's room or in 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 a in a, in a staff room. Okay, uh, and uh, I've asked them to really sort of like uh, you know. Uh, support each other and uh, help each other out and uh, so then that has helped Um, our teacher ratings have improved uh, because of that sense of uh, togetherness yeah uh,
0: so you really you're you're really building a team spirit yes in the in the staff room
1: yes Um, they laugh a lot now they didn't used to laugh before okay that's sad. Every, yeah, every, <laughs> <laughs> everybody was very grim at first when I when I arrived a year ago, uh, less than a year ago. It was nine months ago. Um, but um, now they they laugh and they they joke and uh, they help each other out when they have to move furniture or something like that. Okay. Um, and uh, they have to make copies or something. They 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 support each other. Okay. So that. Um, I don't know if that answers the question, but they do. Yeah, have, completely. You know, yeah, they do have fun now. Yeah, I think more
0: than you. You more. actually make fun part of the the daily environment. Yeah, exactly. And would you say? Because I I was going to ask you mm. uh, if if you if you could tell a teacher mm. a Japanese teacher mm-hmm. uh, who's maybe hesitating between a job mm. with us and a job with another sure. language school, sure. Uh, what would you say mm.
1: that uh, that would make him or her mm-hmm. join us? Mm uh the fact that uh, we have uh, the most diverse school ever in, in the whole of uh Japan, I believe, uh, because <laughs> I, I haven't done research, market that sort of like <laughs> com- competitive research, but from what I've heard... But you sounded very yeah, confident. Confident, <laughs> yeah. No, but I've, I, I, I say this based on uh, what I've heard from other teachers who have taught in other yeah. schools, uh, or our teachers who have taught in other schools, yeah. is that uh, they have uh, about uh, 10 nationalities uh, usually, yeah. at most, in the yeah. school. But uh, our our school has uh, representation has had at least uh, you know uh, thirty forty yeah. uh, nationalities yeah. being uh, uh, represented, yeah. and uh, that is one. So diversity is one, yeah. um, and also that uh, most Japanese language schools have uh, students who come are from Asia yeah. mostly, but. Yeah. Our students mostly come from Europe and uh, Central and South America, yeah. and, and uh, uh, so that adds to the mix. The second thing is that, um, again, uh, we focus on interaction, yeah. uh, very much so. spoken interaction, interactions, uh, written uh, production. Uh, it's it, a lot of it is uh, production based language production. Yeah. So uh, I think that uh, those two things are very important. And uh, the third thing is the actually the. Uh, you know the friendships that uh, students uh, forge with each other, and ultimately with the teacher as well. Uh, they they pretty they make really strong relationships with each other. And students who have given us high ratings in the past, I've noticed is uh, one 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 very strong factor apart from academics is the fact that they are able to make very uh, good uh, friendships uh, relationships with uh, fellow students. Yeah. So. I don't know why it happens at our school so much. Uh, maybe it's thanks to the activities uh, that we do as well. Um, uh, the way uh, our, the the students hang out after class. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I think academics are involved in the sense that you know they are almost forced to, you know, interact a lot with each other, and yeah. that breaks down barriers. That's great. Yeah. You
0: know. Excellent. Hmm. So. Um, so we said we ju- we choose a little topic where we can sure. d- deep dive for a few minutes sure and uh, and we discussed doing um, we discussed doing uh, active learning sure sure um, do you see active learning to be different from TBL
1: uh, yes and uh, well the it, it's a good question and that's something that I was actually uh, wondering about uh, up until quite recently, actually. What is the difference between Active and and, uh, uh, TBL? And uh, I think the the main difference would be that the uh, Active Learning has an element of authenticity uh, to it. Uh, TBL is great, uh, and and it it is authentic in its own way. But uh, in Active Learning, we are bringing in uh, authentic samples of uh, the target culture. So yes. it could be an outside speaker or it could be the fact that the students go out to the, uh, to the real environment yeah. and they extract something from it and uh, make it part of their project. Uh, so uh, so first a
0: good action learning project has to be uh, something really authentic, mm. either bringing something authentic from the outside mm. in the classroom mm. or pushing the students to do something that's, that's authentic in the culture. Yes, um, exactly. So do you have an example? Sure,
1: um, we have a, bu- a bunch of examples, um, but uh, one example would be that, uh, for example, uh, one of our teachers he uh, uh, was focusing on uh, uh, meeting places. There's a uh, there's a word in Japanese called machiawase, which means that uh, you uh, when you go out. Uh, to go to a restaurant or, or yeah. to go for work, and you tell your your friend or colleague to meet them at a certain place, so yeah. a meeting point. Yeah. So uh, so here the um, uh, so uh, so he then encouraged the students to make questions, and then we took them. We took the students out, and I went with them uh, as a, as part of observation to uh, a place called uh, Shibuya Hachiko. Hachiko is where there's a statue of a dog. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. yes. And, uh, very famous. maybe Yeah, very famous. Uh, the dog is a uh, symbol of loyalty and all that. It's another story that I'm not going to go into. You can look it up. <laughs> Hachi, yeah. But uh, uh, there's a couple of movies out, uh, one by Richard Gere and all that. But anyway, anyway. Uh, so, uh, so we went out to there and uh, then we had the students uh, interview uh, people who were standing there. It was raining that day. It was really hard for the students, actually. And uh, and, the, and the teacher and the, and uh, and the people who were sat, uh, there, uh, like half of them are rather cold and they did, did not want to respond to the questions. But half of them were quite uh, kind and they answered kindly answered uh, yeah. The, the yeah the questions. Yeah. And then uh, then we went back. We came back and then they compiled it uh, the data uh, into uh, categories and then. So th- there was a, a group of students, group of people who were uh, waiting for uh, this or or that. Or uh, th- one question was, what do you do when you're waiting for somebody? So, uh, for example, half of the people look at their cell phones. The other half look 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 out, look out, just look out, yeah. and, and something like that. So they came up with some interesting uh, data. Uh, uh, and then they then they presented it so i thought that it, it's uh, it is it's, it's task based but then um, it's an ex- it's rather it's it goes out more in it's the external sense that, yeah it's okay. external and yeah. uh, it really uh, forced the students to uh, interact with people yeah. uh, in japanese in the target language yeah. with real people and it's unprepared and uh, it's prepared in the sense that um, uh, the questions are prepared, but yeah. the outcome the, of what what, yeah. what will happen is uncertain. We don't know. It's it's uh, so there was a degree of uncertainty, and it was raining hard, and it was kind of exciting in its own way. Yeah. So uh, so I thought that this, our students were real troopers, and uh, they did a great yeah. job. And your teachers yeah. as well. The teacher was yeah. yeah. He was uh, so in. The, he's actually now our new DOS, and uh, so I was happy that he was doing that. Uh, the second example would be that um, our other teacher, she noticed that the, her students, her B1 students were quite um, good at doing skits. So okay, yeah. then she asked them to and, and then there was one student who is um, who is very good with uh, uh, editing movies and making movies and editing movies and she has, I think she has a copy of Final Cut Pro in her PC. Okay, yeah. So, um, so she then um, asked them to create a, uh, a movie. Yeah. And then she set up some goals and then she let them be. So, uh, so they came up with this uh, very intricate uh, plot line and 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 the story and um, and uh, then they shot that movie uh, within a span of a few days, yeah. and they went out outside uh, the classroom, on, the street, on yeah. the street, and they're running around, mm. and it was a spy thriller, and That's uh, fun. yeah, and uh, so there was a mafia guy uh, <laughs> played by an Italian uh, student, and okay. uh, it's uh, and he, you know, uh, it was too stereotypical, <laughs> but and we, they were saying that during the presentation, but uh, but it's all all in good fun, yeah. and uh, and so they were trying to assassinate. <laughs> uh, this, uh, this 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 uh, head of uh, secret services or something, and so so uh, so they run around and uh, and it's it's a little bit like Buster Keaton or it's yeah. a little bit like Mr. Bean or something yeah. like that. So they they fall and trip over and they stand up again and they you know uh, and the whole the dialogue is everything is in Japanese yeah. and at, at the B1 level it, it was the level was appropriate and. Uh, um, and uh, the movie could be actually uh, be presented anywhere. Uh, it was fun, yeah. and it was. I, I think Super. it was fun for Japanese people to watch. Really? So um, I don't know if it's active in that sense. Uh, that it's. I, I don't know how authentic it is compared to the target culture. But I just thought that uh, it was not just TBL, but it was active in the sense that they go out and yeah. they they use the 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 local environment okay. uh, to their advantage, yeah. and then when the, and then they recorded the voice again later after the shooting because they were dissatisfied with the sound quality, yeah. the voice quality, so they did they do it again, okay. and then they came come up with this really nice piece of work, and then they then we then they asked me uh, to gather the whole community, nice. our school yeah. uh, uh, as as audience. So I did that, and so we we had about hundred students watch. Wow! And uh, a salesperson from the Netherlands was here as well, and she she was also able to witness that. So and uh, it was a really nice occasion. So and at first the students presented in front of the audience uh, what the intents and purposes of the project was. Yeah. And then each person spoke, and then they they stepped aside, and we turn on movie, and then everybody's laughing mm-hmm. and. And clapping, and then at the end, everybody was like basically screaming with. uh, That's great. Yeah, and uh, so and and the girl who uh, the student, the female student who uh, was the main leader of the team, she did with the uh, she did editing and everything. Um, She was in tears, and uh, she said that uh, she she was uh, feeling a lot of pressure, but then everything went went really well. And that, uh, and and she said that she loved the EF. That's what she said. So, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So what that, a good story. That, yeah. So those, those two would be. Is she still uh, at the school yes, at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. She's our AY student. Okay. And she's leaving uh, at the end of this month. Okay. Yeah. No, so actually. for those who don't
0: know, AY it's it's an EF term. It means uh, somebody who's here for a long term. Yeah. Uh, so typically, you know, more than six months, it can yes. be six months, nine months. Nine months, yes. Okay, so yeah. nine months too.
1: Right? Yeah. yeah, she's a six month student and actually she's leaving in June. Uh, not this month, but uh, the first okay. of June. Okay, yeah. wow, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Great. So you see,
0: um, and what what level was she when she, she
1: started? She was. Uh, she started out as A two. Okay, yeah, two two. Okay, A two two. Yeah, And now she's B one three. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, she was able to uh, go. We skip up a little bit because uh, she uh, she was she was already pretty good. So yeah.
0: And uh, and we discussed earlier mm. off of uh, Mike. Mm. <laughs> About students who uh, arrive here and they don't—they mm. don't have any notion of mm. Japanese. Yeah. And after five months, are able mm. to, uh, mm. you know, to convert. What are they able mm. to do after five months?
1: After five months, uh, they are able to uh, basically do what uh, a two uh, person should be should be able to do. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, should, and that person is able to uh, introduce himself, herself uh, very well, yeah. um, be able to introduce his family, friends, yeah. uh, talk about his city, her city, yeah. environment, uh, be able to understand um, some of the uh, basic uh, announcements and, uh, and symbols yeah. and, you know, uh, notices that yeah. you can find on the street and the, and the train stations at the airport and, and so forth, restaurants. So they're, of course, able to... Uh, converse freely with the, uh, during shopping during such uh, you know uh, mon- uh, monetary uh, inter- uh, interactions. Yeah. So um, and they're able to um, almost talk about the past, present, and future, yeah. uh, hopes and ambitions as well, which is of course part of B1. But um, and they're they're, yeah. they're able to do okay. that. And okay. They finish A2 and then yeah. they go home. So. Uh, quite a lot. So, and remember that uh, they usually have no, absolutely no idea. They're not able to read. They're not able to write anything. Well, because, and remember that even in, even when you start out learning French from zero or German from zero, th- at least the you can recognize the alphabet. Yeah, uh, they are similar to English. Yeah, um, but in this case, uh, it is completely alien. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. Uh, when yeah. I describe what they're able to do after five months. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, well,
0: great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I know that uh, most of your teachers here they have uh, mm. they have good notions of English or mm. speak. Uh, I mean, I interact mm. with them in English. Mm. So mm. Mm. let's imagine that yes. a Japanese teacher yes. who speaks English listens sure. to this podcast. Sure. Where can, he, uh, where can he find job postings oh. for EF Tokyo?
1: Oh yeah, uh, we put it up on different job websites and so in places like Nihonmura or um, uh, and like that and mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, just keep an eye out for uh, uh, such uh, postings. Okay. Uh, we post where other schools also post, uh, and uh, but you'll definitely see EF up there. Yeah. yeah. So th- the last thing we didn't say about
0: your career sure. e- earlier yeah. <laughs> today was that you've just been recently appointed. Yes.
1: What? As the school director of uh, the Tokyo School. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, so I, I think really it's good. very
0: inspiring to yes. to know that you you know you started as a teacher uh well you know before you have you were teaching doing curriculum development and sure. then and then even when you were working with student recruitment it mm. was still you were actually recruiting students by giving english lessons yes. so it was still yes. very academic yes uh, and to see that in the space of
1: uh, not such a long time you've, yes. uh, <laughs> yeah. you've become a school director yes. and yes uh, yes congratulations no, no thank it. you very much and i just uh, want to say that it is uh, really um uh, due to the fact that um, that uh, the the people around me um, have uh, trusted me, yeah. and uh, they were able to sort of uh, improve their work due to the trust that they 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 put they put on me. Mm. So in that sense, I am very grateful to them, um, uh, and uh, it's really it, it's 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 that it, it the thing is that you are never. Alone. Um, Of course, when we recruit people, when we hire people, we look for skills and everything and and experience and all. But it really it's you are never alone. You always are working in a community. Yes. And in a team of people. And And there's a very good support
0: system at EF and not just in academic, I think. I I mean like you, I have worked in in different departments and I've always found the support. Yeah, uh, to be there. Yeah. yeah,
1: and that's really important. And uh, uh, in that sense, I'm really grateful to everybody and also uh, uh, to you guys for uh, trusting me uh, with everything. Well. Yeah. Well, it was great talking
0: to you, Maddie. And uh And I have to lure you into mm-hmm. a podcast so that I can have an hour with you, which yeah. I never get. No. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no, it was a, it was a pleasure. <laughs> yes. yeah. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Education First Language Teaching Podcast, episode number three. If you would like to become a teacher for Education First, visit the website ef.com careers. Again, that is ef.com careers. Music credit: Out of School by Jazzar. I am Benjamin Delahaye, your host. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for more episodes.